Hello, Jasmine. Hello, Ugo. Hello, everyone listening. There we go. I have a script. I have a little script right here. Nice. But my handwriting is trash, so it's gonna take a while. It's gonna be pretty clunky. So, uh, oh, welcome to watching the movies, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, so just I think I'm gonna do this on the top of every podcast, which is to explain the um, the what, the uh, pod, yeah, the uh, idea behind this. Okay. So Jasmine, you used yes. to like movies. Yes. Back in 2010. Yeah. 2011, 2012, and I love movies for most of my life. Right after you stopped liking movies. Yeah. Um. No, you don't really like movies. You don't really care about them. Nope. But you're also depressed right now. Super depressed. Mm-hmm. You're not oh, doing yeah. anything. Especially this week. Oh my god. Especially today. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how I'm just. So, <laughs> I decided to uh, give you something to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, You know, show you a movie every week and see if maybe we could find that love of film again. Maybe give some purpose to your life, you know? Maybe you'll start mm-hmm. wanting to make them again. You make never wanted them. to make them again. But maybe make them, period. You know? Poop them out. Yeah, exactly. Of my heart. <laughs> um, with that being said, what movie are we watching today? Inside Loon Davis. Explain the cat. What's its name? I, I don't know. He snuck out the door. Do you think you're staying here tonight? Leaving. Oh. I was hoping to. So, I can't stay here tonight. If I had wings, I know Spoilers, of course. Inside Lewin Davis is written and directed by Joel and Ethan Cohen, also known as the Cohen Brothers. Uh, it stars Oscar Isaac, Carrie Mulligan, Justin Timberlake, Adam Driver, and John Goodman, among others. Uh, this movie premiered. At the 2013 Cannes Film Festival. Do you know what that is? No. It's a French film. It's in France. Uh, and it's the top film festival in the world. And that's where Parasite premiered recently. Mm-hmm. It won the Palme d'Or. Um, Inside Lou and Davis won the Grand Prix, which is the second best award of the home film festival. Um, it was released in the United States on December 6th, 2013. And it was the follow-up film... Uh, to True Grit, which oh, you saw. Yeah. yeah. Same director, same writers. Um, it grossed $32.9 million on a budget of $11 million, uh, which is, you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. But it's one of the lowest grossing Coen Brothers films. Uh, it was nominated for Best Cinematography, Best Sound Mixing at the Oscars. It was nominated for mu- best, mu- best Motion Picture Musical or Comedy at the Golden Globes. Uh, uh, either for comedy or musical, who knows? Would you classify this as a musical? No. Then let's say it was a comedy. Then I mean, actually, I forgot. There's like it's all to sing. It's not a traditional musical, but it has music. Yeah. So, but like, is Bohemian Rhapsody a musical? No. Like I feel like <laughs> musicals are like La La Land, right? Yeah, where like the plot moves forward as through the musical right it's like you know and these ones are just there's just songs intermixed in the movie yeah um 
It was also nominated for Best Leading Actor in a Comedy Musical for mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac. And Best Original Song at the Golden Globes for Please, Mr. Kennedy. That's wild. Um, it has a 92% Rotten Tomato score, a 74% audience score. It's a big discrepancy right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the consensus is smart, funny, and profoundly melancholy. Inside Lewin Davis finds the Coen brothers in fine form. The cri- It was added to the Criterion Collection in 2016, which, uh, you know, I told you adds important movies movies they think are important Mm -hmm. so um and right here's the synopsis real quick it's a short one because you know not much of a plot in 1961 new york city folk singer lewin davis is at a crossroads guitar in hand he struggles against seemingly insurmountable obstacles to make a name for himself in the music world oh excuse me but so far Success remains elusive, relying on the kindness of both friends and strangers. <laughs> I, God, this is why I shouldn't drink soda and eat popcorn right before. <laughs> Lewin embarks on an odyssey that takes him from the streets of Greenwich Village to a Chicago club where awaits a music mogul who could give him the big break that he desperately needs. Well, that's, you know, certainly a synopsis. Yeah. I don't think it's completely accurate to what the movie is, but... Uh, on a personal level, I think this was like the first or second Coen Brothers movie I ever saw. It was the second Blu-ray I ever owned. Mm-hmm. I gave you the Blu-ray, and that's why it's like in that condition. Yeah. Because it's old. I bought it when I was 16. Um, with the little money I had. It was $10. The Criterion was out at that point, but the Criterion cost $30. And uh, so, you know. Yes. Can't afford that. Uh, first time I ever saw Oscar Isaac and Adam Driver. Mm. yeah so i knew i th- I don't know if they were cast in star wars at this point probably oh, but oh shoot i did not make that connection that they're all. both in star wars yeah. yeah they only have one scene together in star wars anyway so yeah yeah so. i mean they only kind of have well i guess they have like two three scenes in this movie right yeah uh yeah so you know i knew adam driver before most people did that's cool mm-hmm. oscar isaac as well so mm-hmm. uh yeah 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 that's cool Sounds good. Uh, all right. So, what were your expectations, if you had any, about this movie, Jasmine? I had. I did not know what this movie was about. At all? You never even, not even by the cover or anything. No. No. I mean, I guess I. What the music? So he's playing a guitar or something. I, I wasn't sure. I didn't even know when, like the era or whatever. I didn't really have any expectations going into this movie. Why? Well. What were your gut reactions after watching it? Man. Oh, man. It was hard to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why was it hard to watch? I just don't think it was a movie for me. You thought it was boring? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I don't think I would rewatch it ever, though. Never? So give I us... think if I were to watch, if I had seen this at a different time in my life, maybe I would have enjoyed it. I just oh, what time not. in your life, then? Maybe, like, when it came out. Because, look... Bojack Horseman is very reminiscent of this. Because it's depressing? It's depressing, and there's a character who's not supposed to be the most sympathetic character, but you yeah. still, you're still you still sympathetic to his plight, even though he's kind of a, a jerk. Yeah. yeah. And that's the same with Bojack. I feel like he's a very lovable character in spite of being not lovable at all. And it's the same with Lundivit. He's not as bad as Bojack, but he's still I feel, not. I feel like he's... <laughs> 
trying to be a good person most of the time anyway. I mean, I feel like in in somewhat, I feel like I feel like I saw that in BoJack too, and I really enjoyed watching BoJack. But then after a while, I was just like, "This is too depressing." Yeah. So go. At, I stopped watching BoJack. Yeah. So. so then, as I saw where this movie was going, I was like, "Okay, I know where it's ending." And then you were. It was. Did it end like that? It's. It ended depressing. <laughs> like it. Did, <laughs> it ended the way it began. Yeah. Just like <laughs> a folk song. Yeah. Uh. So you know, do you want to go more into? Let's like this is your review time sure you know you didn't write one this time but um, like did yeah. you watch the reviews i sent you by the way oh yeah i agreed with the first video more what did i what well actually it? i i don't okay i don't know if it's like was that the old guy yeah the old guy marker mode because everybody else was like oh, there's such a good movie blah, blah, blah. and he was like yeah it's it's an uh a good movie but but i didn't like it that much yeah i and i don't i just feel like this movie is not supposed to have like closure i feel like it's that's not the point they're trying to make at all no it's not, then that's, that's the part of the movie. It's not supposed to have closure because sometimes life is just sad and it's sad and that's that. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I just don't, <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch this right now. <laughs> um, I got really depressed afterwards. No, I've already been yeah. kind of, you I, know. Every time I watch this, I do get into like a really negative headspace. Like I'm just like, oh shit. Uh, you know, following your dreams doesn't always turn out. Good, I also think know? most people think, um, they're a better person than they actually are <laughs> i think most people have like a decent opinion of themselves but in reality we're probably just just like oscar isaac we're some or an asshole in someone's eyes and most people's eyes yeah so yeah. And, i mean it's a very depressing but honest kind of look at yeah. how you know movies try to oftentimes portray the protagonist as like this hero this underdog who prevails that's not the average joe mm-hmm. Lewin Davis is the average Joe where they don't get what they want. They mess yeah. up constantly. And not, not even that. He's actually like pretty talented. He's mm-hmm. very talented. And he's still not yeah. making it. Yeah. You know? <sighs> yeah. I, when I first watched this, I I don't think I was depressed because I didn't. I don't think I quite understood. Well, I was 13, yeah. 14. So I was like, I didn't know much about life in the, to start with. But. Yeah, it is pretty depressing to watch now, now that I'm older and my bones hurt and stuff, you know? Yeah. But uh, other than that, depressing stuff, did yeah. you like, was there anything, because you, you, you said it was boring? Uh, it's not, okay, it's not boring per se. It's, it's, it is a very slow movie. Yeah. And not much happens, but it's a lot of that's, that's kind of, yeah. that's also kind of fine. You know, because that's that's a very realistic depiction of life. And I think I don't remember who or or the reviews sent me like the word meandering. I was like, yeah, that's a great word. This guy's just kind of like around and around and around and not really getting going anywhere. If anything, he's going back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right. There's this like perceived sense that he's moving forward when in actuality he's he's not moving at all he's not moving at all if anything he's moving back back and farther away from his dreams yeah because he's like i'm gonna i'm just gonna go back to the military yeah and And that it doesn't even work out and he is penniless at At the the end end. yeah Yeah. um i forgot i haven't watched this since uh 2016 so i thought it had more of a plot because i knew Django was more of a vignette sort of thing Mm -hmm. so i thought i was gonna pick a movie that I was more straightforward, but then I, when I watched it again, I'm like, oh shit, that's not what this movie is. No, at all. not at all. <laughs> that's literally, movie literally just is like yeah. circular, right? Yeah. Which I feel like is kind of, 
a lot of people feel that way, right? When they're kind of lost, they just feel like they are going in circles and yeah. circles. And I think that's where I feel like too. Yeah. And they're going like day to day, but they, mm-hmm. you know, they just mess up a lot. Yep. Just like, oh, God. Yep. Yeah. Now, well, this is a depressing episode, I guess. It is a depressing yeah. movie, though. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a very <laughs> depressing movie. <laughs> um, Which is fine if you're in the mood to feel sad, but I think that might be a toxic trait. Isn't if it? you if you want to feel sad. if you're like sad and you want to feel more sad so you watch sad things or listen to sad music that's what i did three years ago when i was um i was very depressed my first year of college that's so weird. that's what i did i watched i was watching stuff like mr robot mm. and just like like pump pump and i felt like i wasn't making me sadder i felt like i was already sad enough yeah. to the point where watching something sad like was just like doing nothing for me mm-hmm so it was just like at, like barely like making a dent into my sadness. Yeah, you were like, just relishing in the sadness. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, you know, it's yeah, good. It's good. <laughs> I'm just going to marinate more in this. Yeah, basically, actually, yeah. that was my, my thought. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, what was your favorite scene of the movie? Um, if you had one, you know? I'm trying to think of a good scene. Um, gosh, did I pay attention to this movie at all? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i had a favorite this is a hard one i don't think i don't know if i had a favorite scene because it was just kind of this is also the thing like the color palette's very m- muted and i guess we'll get into that later yeah so everything kind of just blends together and since n- stuff doesn't really happen like it's not like in big events right it's kind of just yeah. kind of just lives it each day day by day mm. um yeah, <laughs> I don't think I have. Uh, well, I'll talk one, and maybe you can find one. <laughs> okay, give me some time. My favorite scene is uh, "Please, Mr. Kennedy." Yeah. Uh, I don't wanna go. Don't you shoot me in the outer space. Oh, please, Mr. Kennedy. Uh oh. I don't wanna go. Please, don't you shoot me in the outer space. I sweat when they stuff me in the. Well, it's just funny. Um, yeah, because Adam Driver's out there, like they're practicing, and he's just going, "Oh, yeah. oh." Oh, it's oh, oh. <laughs> a great. That's a great way to like be introduced to Adam Driver, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and Justin Timberlake. That's his like, well, like second, like only other scene in he the movie. He has like three scenes, maybe. Yeah, I think maybe two, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, yeah, my favorite scene. Yeah, it's because it's the funniest I've seen. Yeah. You know. Okay, I'm gonna pick one of the more depressing ones. <laughs> right when he goes back to his like friends where like one of the like the professor guy i don't remember what his name was yeah and then they're like oh did you record this mr kennedy song suppressing of that record please mr kennedy it was hysterical so funny that's gonna be a hit man royalties on that whoa nelly i wish i was in your business i mean one hit could fix you up uh, yeah. You can just see his, like... Eyes dying. Yeah, he... and I was like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. So> he... <laughs> oh, you idiot. <laughs> well, he he took the money now because he needed to pay for the, an abortion. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that was what do you think about that character, Jen, Jen, Janine? Jean, she's Jean. was very unlikable. You think so? I think so. You think she was in the wrong for, like, calling him an asshole all the time? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I agree with him. It's not like she, he not like, forced her yeah. to sleep with him. That's true. She's very uh, promiscuous. Yeah. So 
I'm yeah. like, why is she so mad? It's not like it's she did it too. Yeah, Justin Timberlake was um, cucked. Yeah. Uh, that's also, <laughs> go ahead. Have you seen The Bad Teacher? Is that with uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal? No, with Cameron Diaz. Oh, Bad Teacher. Yeah. Yeah. But he he plays he plays a similar character in that one. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Yeah, he is in it, right? Yeah. He's like the one that like dry humps her and tells yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and he has kind of a similar vibe. <laughs> I think he's either he maybe can only act that way or like the guy in the social network. Yeah. I think those are just his two modes of acting, man. Maybe. It's not like he's a trained actor. Anyway, no. So. so I mean, and he does yeah. it like sporadically, anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's not known for his acting. No. Uh, I think he might have been nominated, though, for the social network. Maybe. Was he? For supporting? No, wasn't that Andrew Garfield? Maybe, but I think I thought he was. Or was it? I don't remember. It could have been. I don't know. Um. Well, that's another one of my favorite scenes where Carrie Mulligan is, like, sitting on the bench with him. And then he's all like, she's all like, you should wear a condom on condom and then wrap it in electrical tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Least favorite scene. All Least favorite? <laughs> oh, I hate it when he left the cat inside the car. I was like, what a What a day. Oh. Oh, my uh, But God. you can tell that he's like. He's uh, torn. He should have just let the cat out in the wild. Like, he could have. Well, he eventually got out, right? That's the assumption, right? Yeah. I feel like that's Did a very. Him, <laughs> do we even know if it's the same cat? Why is this cat? Wait. Honestly, I feel like I should get. After. Oh, you know what? I was like, I should get a cat. I feel like sad people have cats because cats are kind of more s- mellow than dogs. And I feel like dogs, if you're sad, you're like, please, I know you're super happy and energetic, but calm down. And cats are just like, yeah, let's be depressed together. <laughs> <laughs> cats don't care about you, Jasmine. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> They're very um, um, aloof. Yeah. Apathetic. Well, poor cat. I don't know. Maybe they're nice. Do you think know. he should have just taken the cat with him? He should have just had that. Stayed that. He should have just adopt, adopted that one cat he, he found. That stray. Yeah. That would have been a beautiful ending. Him right. and that cat just being alone and miserable. Yeah. But it's probably dead. He probably killed it. Yeah. Poor cat. Don't worry. They have nine lives. So that's why it appeared. I thought something. I don't know. Because the cat kept appearing, right? So I was like, is it this is a reference to like cats having nine lives or something? What do you mean, cat kept appearing? Well, like, there's like a cat constant in like with um, Lewin, right? There's like, yeah, always... but that's his, the professor's cat. No, but then there's that other cat he found that wasn't oh, the professor's yeah, cat, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and then there's yeah, that yeah. poster then, with well, the cat. There's only two cats. Well, oh, the poster with the cat, yeah. The there's like, movie, there's right? lots of reference with cats. Yeah. And I was like, That's okay. a metaphor, I'm sure. About being lonely? Or maybe being like, it's because he's homeless, journey. maybe, you know? Yeah. Like he is a stray. Cat. He's on a journey, yes. Yeah. He's on a journey to Chicago, right? Yeah, and then and he yeah. died. Yeah, he got hit and then he died. Oh, he did get hit, actually. Yeah. Oh, shit. He, oh, shit. Oh, shit, up. Jasmine. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're making good points here. I know. The cat is Lewin Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, you heard it here first. I think this is the first analysis of the cat. I've heard about, like, what does the cat do? And I was like, he is the cat. But now, yeah, because, like, at the end of the movie, he gets beat up by Bob <laughs> Dylan or whoever. I didn't even no, know that. No, it wasn't Bob Dylan. <laughs> Who was it? It was, so, the guy, so, okay. So, at the, at the end, okay, let me let me back up a little bit. No. So, the, she, the, his gene is all, like, go play at the gaslight. The New York Times is going to be there. 
he plays at it. He's depressed. And then uh, this other guy goes on stage and then he starts. He's, it's Bob Dylan. Um, and, uh, you know, Bob Dylan got discovered at a club like that by the New York Times. So, mm. you know, it wasn't his turn. Like, it was an Oscar Isaac's turn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the, he, the night before he was like yelling at this Some woman. Lady. Yeah. To like take off her panties or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the husband was the one that like beat him oh, okay. up. Like, what's wrong with you yelling that stuff? He's like, <laughs> not the opera, man. Yeah. Yeah. I see those when he's being an asshole because, like, he he came up the next day and he's like, sorry, I was just an asshole. Yeah. That doesn't make it better. I mean, that's, <laughs> see, I feel like that's why, if you like Bojack Horseman, you're, you'd really like this movie, I think. Because they're more, they're very similar characters in that way where they do bad things and, but they, they're, what's the word? Uh, morally conscious so they know when they've when been, they messed up when they've messed yeah. up well it's not a cartoon right it's, you know, it, it does kind of feel like a fake world at some time yeah yeah like with um in the beginning where that veteran is staying with them mm-hmm. maybe that was just coming back i honestly feel like hitchhiking was very common back then and then serial killers ruined that for everyone <laughs> <laughs> uh uh let's get let's break down the movie stuff here let's talk about the writing in this movie um the writing was it was a very slow paced movie like not much happens as we've mentioned right but it's fine because i feel like that's what they're going for i feel like not a whole lot was supposed to happen but i'll like seemingly nothing happened but you're seeing this guy's world slowly begin to crumble right the downward spiral yeah so and i think that's how a lot of times how people kind of see it when they're going through that situation how things are just maybe either slow motion or it's just going super fast right you're just you're watching your life fall apart and you can't do anything about it and it just keeps going so I feel like even though it's slow paced I feel like it works for this kind of movie because I feel like it's a sad movie yeah and I feel like you kind of linger in that sadness. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the structure of it, we discussed what you said is like a circle. Yeah. I know there's a mention of it in the dialogue when, you know, he's making songs. and He's like, that's a folk song heard. Folks, you might have heard it. Uh, but that's what they say about folk songs is that they're never new and they never get old. Mm, yeah. I did not, not know that about Yeah, And apparently folk, song, folk songs at the end folk songs end at the, the start folk songs start at the end hmm. you know what 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 one of those one of those things uh, anyways i i read i read somewhere that the Coen brothers decided to make this movie because they sort of had an easy uh, journey into filmmaking and they've never had anyone go like hey you can't do that hmm. so they decided to write something about a guy like a guy that didn't make it and how the, their life would be probably if they didn't if they weren't allowed there oh man that's a very sad thing to to think of yeah well maybe not sad when you're like true yeah <laughs> i guess i guess you don't feel it right yeah. You, nobody yeah 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 it's like they're like who hp lovecraft who died poorless 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 penniless <laughs> poorless would have been good <laughs> penniless no recognition same with vincent van gogh right or goff i don't know how you say yeah that. vincent van gogh 
Yeah. I saw Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Doctor. He's in an episode of Doctor Who. Yeah, I've seen. I you saw Doctor I, Who. I've seen that clip. Sorry, seen that clip. <laughs> don't get too. It gets, gets recommended on YouTube a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> but like, damn! Imagine yeah. you die and you're like a fucking everyone crap. Everyone oh, just goes, God. man. You're. Ah. <laughs> everyone just goes. You're a terrible painter, man. You should just die. <laughs> yeah. You're like fine. <laughs> Oh my god, his paintings are so beautiful. Yeah, oh my god, that's so depressing. Yeah. Ah, it's better dying. Well, imagine. Imagine that'd have been a wild ending if like somebody discovers Lou and David's they're like, Oh my gosh, this guy's awesome. Yeah. It's not gonna that happen. Well he was offered at the end no not to be in a trio. To be in a trio and then he's by the way, Oscar Isaac is Latina. But after oh, I forgot to say that. We we would pronounce oh, his man. name. Oscar Isaac. That's his oh, name. Oh man, oof, that does not roll off the tongue <laughs> the same way as Oscar Isaac. Os- Oscar Isaac Hernandez something. Estrada. There we go. That's his name. He's what, Peruvian? No. He's a half Guatemalan, half a Cuban. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. He's thick. <laughs> yeah. He is. Right? He's, he's got a nice hips, you know? He, the Nipompis. Yeah. He's got an ass. That's what she just said. <laughs> you need to translate he, talks, this. he talks a lot about that and when in star wars he's like a pilot yeah he's like his ethnic hips don't fit there you know mm. stuff like that like they're very tight sounds good yeah um what the fuck was this oh okay <laughs> so in that scene he's all like shave your beard down to a goatee yeah don't and stay anything. out of the sun oh something like that yeah <laughs> And then when he's in the car with uh, John Goodman, John Goodman goes, hey, what's your name? Pablo. <laughs> and I don't know if that was written in mind or if they yeah. thought about that stuff after they cast a Latino. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's funny stuff. And he's like a born and raised New Yorker, right? No, he's uh, raised in Florida. Was he? Yeah. Oh, he has a really good, good New York accent. Yeah. It's also like to the time as well, though. Yeah. Nobody talks like that anymore in New York, I don't think. Probably some parts, but like the uh, older people, you mean? Oh, so this is a thing too, right? For the setting, I suppose. I don't know if you're gonna delve into that or what we're ta- we were talking about writing, right? Yeah, that's part of it, I guess. I don't know, but it's all part of it. It's all together. It's I just feel nice. like, obviously, New York is very heavily romanticized <laughs> in everything. I'm like, except I don't know. the Joker. Oh yeah, mm, and yeah. Taxi Driver, and Raging Bull. And anything from the 70s. There you go. <laughs> mm, interesting. It's fine. <laughs> it's great during, like, Christmas. And maybe, like, people who are, like, New Yorkers, like, ugh, I hate New Yorkers during Christmas. It's too many I think they hate. I think New Yorkers hate Christmas. Really? Yeah. It's the best time to go because the trash does not smell at all. Because they spray paint it with, like, mistletoe or something? <laughs> no, because it's cold. Because <laughs> in, in the hot New York heat, you can just smell the trash <laughs> that's rotting away. Not always, just sometimes. Uh, yeah, sounds like a great city. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm sure if I were to, like, see, like, some better parts of New York, I'd appreciate it more. But. What are you going to say about the setting? Oh, I just feel like, <laughs> I feel like everything, like music and like, it's where people like go to find their dreams and like, you're super creative and yeah. this is where, where dreams are born or whatever that one song is about. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. And I'm just like, I mean, maybe, probably. I mean, I feel like that's the reason people go, go to LA or New York, right? Because mm-hmm. that's just where they have access. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm so over New York. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and here they show it like that or what? 
I don't know if it's, I feel like in a way it's like, it seems almost like, what was it? Greenwood? Green something? Greenwich. Greenwich Village. Yeah, it's yeah. very, seem like a very, uh, what's it's, the word? It's a shitty place. Now or back then? No, well, in the movie, I don't know if it's a real place. I feel like it almost, they almost should picture like people are just like welcoming. Like, oh yeah, you can just take a nap, take a sleep. In the, in the couch? Yeah. That's how, you know, shit was in the 60s until that Manson uh, family murder. Until you know? murderers. I'm telling you, yeah. murderers ruined everything. Nobody <laughs> hitchhikes anymore. You see a hitchhiker, <laughs> you're like, bye. Right. Yeah, you can't go can't go up to a bunch of hippies and be like, hey, do you have any acid dip cigarettes? You know? Nope, but nobody got those anymore. No. They just have crystals now, or I don't know. Matt? What? No, like crystals. <clears throat> like Marianne Williamson? What? Who? Like the new age stuff? Oh, yes. Anyways. Okay, yeah. next. So it's like a shitty thing? What? Looks shitty. The movie? No, the, the, the setting. No, it's fine. I don't... If... Honestly, if it wasn't because it was like 1961 Gaslight. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference? I don't necessarily know if I would have been able to tell. Yeah. Well, no, actually, if I would have seen his sister, I was like, okay, yes. Oh, because she's like styled in that. Yes, yeah. everybody else is kind of very hipster Like hipster, like people look like yeah. that now. Especially back then in 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, honestly, I think I found out it was in the 60s. Towards the end? Yeah. Yeah. Just because I saw the beginning, I was like, okay, yeah, thanks for telling me. But honestly, thanks for telling me because I would not. Yeah, I I wouldn't know either. I would not have known. Yeah. And I would have seen his sister and had not, if I had missed that beginning part, I probably would just be like, maybe she's just like vintage stuff. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about the acting. It was sad. The (laughs) acting was sad. He seemed very... This is like your first movie that you have, first non-Star Wars movie yeah. you've seen Oscar Isaac in. It was good. Yeah. He seemed very sad and tired. Not, not necessarily sad, but like, he seemed very tired and like, like this, you can just see this heaviness. So it, it was good. I liked it. What about Carrie Mulligan? She was a bitch. It was great. <laughs> Can I say that about another woman? <laughs> I don't know. It was great. A lot though. of people don't like her, by the way. Like the actor. I've... You know, I've only known her from Pride and Prejudice. Oh, is she in that? She was Kitty. I don't know what that means. She's British. Okay. Oh, <laughs> she is British. She's she British. British. Uh, a lot of people don't like her. I think she's she's like a privileged. She grew up privileged. Um, and then like, apparently like really easy for her to get into acting. Mm. So I think that's probably why a lot of people don't like her. But she's great. I think she's fantastic. I've actor. I've seen her. Well, not seen her, but I know she's like in an education, and she got a lot of press or recognition she got, a, she got an oscar nom yeah for that role yeah. and then she also did um she had daisy from yeah, the great gatsby but they compared yeah she they compared her what during an education they compared her to uh, audrey hepburn mm, okay a lot that's what they do a lot for like young it's not anymore that's, that was harvey weinstein shit like mm. back then like they did the same for gwyneth Paltrow. okay uh, and he's not here anymore so that that culture isn't like maybe it's still a little here but not much uh what the fuck? What? I lost my train of thought. Carrie, Carrie, <laughs> Carrie Mulligan. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. She was the the new it girl. Like oh, for a while. Yeah. yeah. I think Jennifer Lawrence probably get the last one out of out of. Yeah, I don't think there's been like an it girl. If 
anything, there's a nip boy, and I'd say that Timothy Chalamet. That's Tiffany. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany Chalamet. <laughs> He's the it yeah. boy. Maybe Sasha Ronan, but like nah. nah. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein isn't around anymore. So yeah. Um, I feel like they're the main yeah. two. I saw her in a movie called Mudbound, Carrie Mulligan, mm-hmm. uh, which was great. And I was like, oh, why do people hate her? <laughs> <laughs> it's no, like no. when people are like, ah, oh, God, I hate I think Anne Hathaway. I like literally the only second. Anne Hathaway seems like a normal-ish person. She really seems lovely, you know? You know, I feel like that's kind of where, where Jennifer Lawrence could have gone. <laughs> no, that she, they, people were like, man, I hate her. Yeah, but then something happened in her trajectory. She stopped she, acting for a little bit. Because I don't, I don't know what happened with her. I don't know. People like, I feel like she was very close to being like this sweetheart like Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Well, that's Anne Hathaway also stepped away for a little oh, bit. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I must have uh, been too young to notice it, probably. Uh, it was like 2012. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jennifer Lawrence, she did this, uh, you know, the lie detector testing on, on YouTube. Yeah. Where um, they were like, are you nervous? She's like, yeah. Why are you nervous? Because I'm afraid people hate me. Yeah. And then like, who hates you? you know? well, why do you think that? Because of the internet. And they're like, oh, poor baby. Yeah. Like, she's a millionaire. But, like, still a person. Yeah. You know? um, yeah, those are the main ones that say it. Basically, you know? honestly, but <laughs> it's mainly just Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Um, Justin Timberlake, again, we talked about him already. He does the whole cuck thing that he yeah. does, uh, which is great. I think this is the second movie ever saw. No, I see him in a lot of movies, man. Is that one that time one? Friends he with did. Benefits. Oh yeah, he did do be- friends with benefits. Yeah, yeah. And what was that? One once upon a time? No. Time? Something about time. Something with time with them yeah, where yeah, they yeah. had like Dubai. The, the wrist, that right? was like their currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was currency or whatever. Fucking stupid ass movie. Uh Adam Driver, also small part. Um great. John Goodman. Movie. John Goodman is in it and he's uh this is before he lost a hundred pounds. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, it's really good for him because uh, yeah. he plays a, a heroin addict or something. Yeah, and they just he just left him there too. Yeah. I was more concerned that he left the cat there. Yeah. And not, like, yeah, oh, okay. by the way, the the <laughs> assistant, fuck, I can't remember his name, but he was in a movie called Tron Legacy. Oh yes, yeah, I saw him and I was like, where have I seen that yeah, face before? Uh, and he looks super young in Tron Legacy. This is only three years after that. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, I was like, I could not recognize him yeah. at all. I was like, I've seen this guy uh, somewhere. He's also in Mudbound. Oh. He has sex with Carrie Mulligan, actually. Interesting. What a, what a small world. Yeah. And that was only like uh, f- four years later. Hmm. Hmm. That's yeah. actually quite a bit of a time. Yeah. Um, it's not like they ever met, though. Uh, no, probably not. No. Were you shocked when John Goodman came out of the bathroom? like, <laughs> And he had the whole hose on his thing? The hose? The hose for you. Like he had a little oh. balloon or whatever it was. I did trip. not see That's what that. heroin addicts do. They, I just saw him foaming in the mouth and like seizing. And I was I, did, yeah. I didn't notice the, the tourniquet thing he did. Um. Yeah, were you shocked about that? Were you expecting like, yeah, he's probably like doing drugs every time he goes to the bathroom? I mean, I kind of, when he was in the diner and he was kind of like, oh, you know, I kind of assumed yeah. he was. On drugs? On drugs. Yeah. So I guess it wasn't that surprising when he like. <laughs> Fell flat on his face. And then the Tron guy just like, nah, he alright. <laughs> he just picks him up. Yeah. To grab his stick. What a, what a world what a time to be alive in the sixties. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody smokes. <laughs> Everywhere, man. Yeah. yeah. 
Oscar Isaac singing and smoking at the same time. Yeah, there's another thing he was doing. I don't remember. I don't know, but yeah. It was like some place, and I was like, how can he be doing that there? But I don't remember. Oh, like when they're, they're in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, when he's oh, singing. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a funny scene with cigarettes where he's where Oscar Isaac says the Tron guy, like, can't bum a cigarette, and he goes, I'm out. And then the next scene, he's just smoking a cigarette. That's mm. <laughs> uh, it's it's funny. It's a comedy, you know. It's a comedy. That's what that's what I I I've read. Yeah, that's <laughs> it what was you read. a comedy. <laughs> I was like, maybe. Uh, uh, what's my next on my list? Let's do music. Music, okay. Um, what did you think about the music? Only one of these songs was original. I would say that I'm somebody who likes folk music. Yeah, me so, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, so it's fine. You know, actually, it's because of this movie that i like folk music i had no idea what folk music was really i was 14 when i saw it so like you know i remember i liked folk music back when i can't i guess it kind of became popular like what like about that about time. this time yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, <laughs> it's oh, of the hipster you're such thing. a hipster and i was like what i'm not a hipster don't be mean to me i thought that was a bad word i'm just kidding <laughs> the, what the what year was that I don't know when was it. I was probably I was still in high school. Yeah, I think I that's think, when the hipster stuff came out. Like, yeah, but like, when was it? It oh, was God, still like, like eight years ago. It hadn't taken over the whole thing. I think. Yeah, you would always call me a hipster, and I was like, I'm not a hipster. Who me? Yeah, you and Itza, and I was like, I don't know. Oof. You guys are talking about. I don't remember that time in my life. Yeah, you guys life. were mean to me. Just kidding. A long time ago, man. A long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know how I found out about the Beatles? How? I, I put on YouTube hipster music and then their song came <laughs> up. <laughs> How did I find out about the Beatles? I was in middle school. Yeah. And I, I think I just thought I was a, a social justice warrior when I was 10 years old or something and a feminist. You thought you were? Yeah. And now you are? Now I don't know what I am. I'm too um, apathetic towards politics. Yeah. Don't worry. We, we're going to turn our other podcast hey. into a politics podcast. Nah. <laughs> that seems more work than this. Nah, it's actually I say it's easier because you don't have to watch anything. <gasps> what? <laughs> Sounds appealing. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the songs a lot. Please, Mr. Kennedy's down the original song, and it's it was it's making fun of um, pop pop music from the time, yeah. which you know it's still a good song. Like eh, it's, it slaps that shit slaps, you know, as the kids say. As the kids say. That slaps. Yeah. That seems um, like such an old thing to say, though, right? Like, I feel like if you said this in the sixties, it would, it would be like. I feel like sometimes kids say things now. Kids, I feel old. Never mind. Yeah. Slang. It's great. <laughs> it doesn't uh, matter if it's weird. Just you use your slang, kids. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's your thing. Uh, the scene that I find I don't answer this. The scene that I find hardest to watch involves a song where he's um in the dining table. doing what what is that what are you doing well it's mike's part don't do that it's mike's part i know what it is don't do that um and you know it's always hard to watch that scene i'm always like ah oh, i can't i skip it because um, okay. it's just like cringe at it it's just like he's just yelling for no reason yeah man he's mentally unstable yeah and i like his friend he's friend threw himself off to george washington bridge you know and john goodman goes 
George Washington Bridge. You throw yourself off the Brooklyn Bridge, traditionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Threw himself off the wrong bridge. Nothing even happens right in this guy's life. Man. Yeah. Um, so, like, also for a while, I thought those those guys, the, the professor and his wife, were, like, the other guy's parents or something, right? <laughs> Why? But just that brief second where she got really upset, too. Because I'm like, oh, it's probably because, you know. I don't know. I thought... It's his son. Yeah, and that's why she wanted to see his part or something, right? Yeah. Actually, nah. No, I don't think... They're they're not, but I kind of... For a minute, I was like, oh, man. They're like... It's like, why else would they let this... Why would these, like, it's like Greek professor let this, like, homeless, penniless nobody just sleep in his couch, right? I was like, I don't know. Maybe yeah. he just... How does he even know him? I don't know, right? I'm just yeah. like... So for a while, I was like, oh, it's probably because they're his parents or something. I was like, no, they're not. They're just some some people, some professors he knows. I was like, I don't know how. <laughs> um, yeah, And also his, like, manager sucks his ass as well. Because, you know, he's not making any money. Yeah. Um, That's funny, though. He calls off his bluff when he's like, "You, don't, I don't even have a winter coat. Oh, my God. He gets a coat. Like, you're just bluffing, Mel. A bluff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it was a bluff. Yeah. <laughs> Let me give you 40 bucks. And then he still doesn't have a jacket. Though. Yeah. Um, poor bastard. Yeah, literally. Yeah. What next? Um, cinematography. Cinematography, you know? It's very blue and muted yeah. and cold. Mark Kermode talked about that. And right? that's exactly... I was like, yeah, this is just... A sad movie. It's cold. And yeah. yeah. Well, Mark Remote talked about this, and I I didn't know this, where it was taking the aesthetic of um, Bob Dylan's uh, cover mm-hmm. from one of his albums. I don't know that, but you know what? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. It fits very well with the time. I think it's trying to give like some sort of like splidge of of nostalgia. You know, it also serves to like highlight all the people's like faces and skin colors. And it works like when um, the, the Justin Timberlake and Carrie Mulligan and the other guy are singing uh, 500 Miles. Mm-hmm. And then like the camera moves in and she's just like glowing and she looks like an angel. Oh, shoot. Yes. That was the other thing. Like, and I don't I don't know if I noticed this afterwards, but like the movie definitely looks like, like blurry. Yeah. Like, you know, and I was like, interesting. But then after a while, I, I don't know if I got used to it or it just was less of an effect. <laughs> but initially, it seemed like almost like it was in a dream state, you know? Yeah. Like that a... haziness or whatever. Like a memory. Yeah. Um, uh, the the way that they do that on the camera, they have some, they have some special uh, lens for it. But the way, like, DIY uh, filmmakers uh, get that look is they get a stocking. They cut it and then they tie it around the camera lens, mm-hmm. and you get sort of like that haze. I forget what it's called. I don't know if it's like diffusing the light or like just spreading it out, but like yeah, 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 yeah. definitely, good. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, like I said, I, I picked this movie because of its distinct uh, visuals. Yeah. Uh, and you said that they were very muted. What did you think about like all the camera angles and like? The positionings and stuff like that. Mm. Excuse me. Hiccups. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I noticed anything. <laughs> Let's see. It's going to be awesome because we're going to capture when you start noticing stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I don't think I noticed anything like 
What did you think looked pretty? Looked pretty? Yeah. Like what scene? What? Uh, you know? Um. <laughs> I don't know if anything looked. Wow. You don't, you don't know if anything you looked pretty. <laughs> I mean, they were just, honestly the color palette was very similar throughout. So nothing like stood out to me, and I was like, yeah, this yeah. is this was. I'd cool. hope the color palette is similar throughout, man. Yeah, but it was like <laughs> nothing like. No, there's no particular scene. I was like, wow, this was shot really well, or wow, I don't know. What you about know? lighting? Did you notice any lighting in the movie, Jasmine? Um, like natural lighting, or you know, any lighting? No, no, you didn't notice any so. lighting. No. So, uh, when they're in the dining room, did you notice how different that looked to like any other time? Mm-mm. No, and it's like super bright, and no, no, was it? What do you yeah. What about when they're in the gaslight? How, how does the gaslight look like? It's dimly lit. Exactly, yeah, yeah. a lot of harsh shadows, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What about when he's uh, that scene you mentioned that you don't like when he leaves the cat? I don't remember. Right? Like when Start. he's like getting out of the car, yeah, and then it's just you know, the cars are coming in mm-hmm. through the driveway and it lights up, but it's more like just a silhouette. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's purposeful. Yeah, and it, um, you know, supposed to it, it, it emote something. Yeah, it, yeah, or like just look nice, you know. Oh, I don't know if I, I was like, yeah, this looks nice. I think it's a beautiful looking movie. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think I have a discerning eye for that yet. It just, I mean, I definitely noticed like the overall color <laughs> of the movie yeah that's good that's good that's a start my mom didn't even notice that my mom didn't didn't know that music was in movies until a little while ago what what like, do you mean score you know scores oh yeah yeah she didn't know that she's like what i don't even i never even noticed that until you know i started like talking to her about it mm, interesting yeah uh so we'll get there with you jasmine we'll get there with you um, actually, I mean, I was like, okay, I have to pay attention to these sort of things. So I kind of pay attention to that, and then I didn't even think about like. And then you just did. <laughs> did oh yeah, that too. Yeah. I was like, Oof. too many things to consider. <laughs> uh, uh, Roger Deakins usually works with the Coen Brothers. He didn't work on them with this one, but he's their DP on True Grit and uh, like Bur- uh, in, uh, what's that? Burn After Reading stuff like that. Uh, you know, Roger Deakins, right? Nope. 1917. Oh, okay. Cinematographer, yeah. Oh, that old guy who was yeah. like, hey, we all do good jobs. Yeah. Something like that, he said. Uh, let's talk about editing. Uh, Joel and Ethan Cohen uh, always edit their own movies, uh, which is rare. Very, very rare. interesting. They, they do it on Final Cut. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah, so, you know, they, they say they don't like handing it off to someone. Ballad, ballad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you notice anything with the editing? Um, no. <laughs> it looks like you were actually thinking of I something. I was trying to think of something. Um, I was like, well, there were scenes. <laughs> one, one, there's one cut I really like that serves as comedy, which is... Well, it's like very dramatic. I feel like there's a very dramatic cut, but I don't remember. I was trying to think of something like that, but I couldn't remember. Um, well, it's in that when they're in the diner. Oh, and then the lady's like, we're changing, need to pay or something. 
Or wait. No, no, no. Uh, and the, there's uh, like two dinosaurs. When he's done like, with, with Carrie Mulligan, he's talking about the oh, abortion. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then he's all like, in my opinion, there's two different types of people in this world. People who split people <laughs> into diff- two different types of groups. And and then she goes, assholes. And then it just cuts away to, to something else, you know? Mm. Yeah. That's comedy right there. It's comedy editing. Comedy editing like those YouTubers be doing. Yeah, exactly. Except uh, actually funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, YouTubers kind of suck, honestly. Um, I mean, for the most part, right? Yeah, I'd say for like 90%. I mean, the most popular ones, definitely. I remember when I used to watch a shit ton of YouTube. and then I, I, I watched so much YouTube. I, n- I, never, I never thought it would I would get to the point where you were watching way more YouTube than I was. Yeah. Um, Kind of swore off YouTube like three years ago. When my phone broke mm-hmm. uh, and I had to get a new one, but I, I had there was like a two-week period that I didn't have any phone, I realized I was just watching a bunch of YouTube videos because... Like I was They're just programmed. Like I'd wait. Yeah, like I would just be. Um, I wake up in the morning, and then a, a new video would be up from one of the channels I subscribed to. Mm-hmm. And then when I had no phone, I stopped watching them, and I, I never even like wanted to actually like go on YouTube on my computer and go see them. I can't relate to that. No. Really. <laughs> um, by the way, like really quick tangent, I worked at this place, and uh, there was a seventeen-year-old girl. Who uh, wanted to be an actor, and I told her, "Oh, so do you, do you watch a lot of movies? Because I feel like that's you know, actors are always told watch a lot of movies so you get to understand acting more." Um, and she's like, "No, no, no, I never have time," um, which is weird because she's seventeen and she was in high school at the time. Um, she's like, "I just watch YouTube videos," and I'm just like, "What?" Like, I feel like people who go, oh, "I don't have time," I watch YouTube videos, go on, and then they watch like eight hours of youtube videos instead of just like maybe watching a two-hour movie yeah. or an episode of a, of a tv show that's an hour long just like i'd rather, I'd rather watch the, t- the tv show or the movie because i feel like it's more um, satisfying i feel like watching tv shows are more satisfying than watching movies though why i feel like you can become more emotionally invested in <laughs> the characters than <laughs> You can't in a movie. Oh, um, yeah. Place and, place. I, you know, I, I spent, when I was her age, I spent, at the time of her age, she's probably like, yeah, she's probably like 19 now. <sighs> Jesus Christ, Jasmine, what did you draw? I dropped my phone. It's okay. <laughs> um, it's already broken. <laughs> uh, when I was her age, I was like on Reddit a lot, and that's even worse, I'd say. Like I was just at, like twenty four seven on Reddit, and then it got to the point where like watching an episode of a TV show, just one episode, it felt more like I did more than you know being on Reddit. Being on Reddit, I posted something on Reddit, and I'm like, people on Reddit are dumb. Why? Because it didn't like it. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm disagreeing with it. Uh, yeah, yeah. How dare they? Uh, well, anyways, yeah. Let's get uh, you know editing. Okay, you'll find that out. You you'll find that out at some point. Just cuts, or even just like that scene again with the cat, where um, it cuts between the cat and Oscar Isaac, and then sort of lingers on him as he's like the making goes, the decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then it's so sad. <laughs> so, the clothes yeah. are right in his face. Um, yeah. yeah. Have you have you ever heard of every frame of painting? He has a YouTube channel. He doesn't make YouTube videos anymore. He hasn't made YouTube videos in four years. 
um, watch some of his videos. They're like five minutes long. I'm not going to watch anything like you two. Yeah, unless you send me the link, then maybe, probably. <laughs> well, there's a 50-50 chance. Yeah. There's also this guy named Thomas Flight who's rather new. Um, yeah, there's a lot of videos out there, you know. Yeah. They could watch and, and learn more. Mm. Maybe you need, I think you need to watch more movies <laughs> first. Cake. And then, sorry, I just thought about there's some cake I want to eat later. Oh, uh, you're not even listening to me, Jess. <laughs> uh, okay, so what do you think needs to be worked on in this movie? I'm sure you have a lot of that. No. No? <laughs> Just because it wasn't for me doesn't mean it needs a lot of work. <laughs> uh, so what would you rate this out of 10? Or 5? Let's say 5, yeah. 2. 2 out of 5? <laughs> doesn't need anything to work on. It wasn't for me. 2 out of 5. I mean, you know, yeah. I... I just, it's very depressing. i just not in the mood for a depressing movie in my ta- this time in my life. And I just, I did not enjoy watching Man, it. I should have picked uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know if it's a movie you're supposed to enjoy watching. No. Nah. It's nah. very somber, depressing, pessimistic <laughs> movie. Should I have given you the Wolf of Wall Street instead? I'm happy for at least entertaining. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. <laughs> Yeah, I gave you a list and you didn't choose, so I'm like, ah, I might as well choose this yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's fine. I would not have watched this movie on my own. Well, that's a good thing, I think. I mean, yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't have watched The Wolf of Wall Street. I probably won't watch The Wolf of Wall Street on my own. Don't ever worry. Either. After we're done with like the straightforward years, uh, we're gonna go back into a bunch of some other stuff. You know. Sounds good. Yeah. By the way, we're still doing mainstream movie. This is a mainstream movie, whether you like it or not, people out there. This is a mainstream movie made by established directors who have won Oscars and have made movies that have grossed, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, it's, an, it's a, you know, nominated for Oscars and Golden Globes. This is a mainstream movie. This isn't like an indie little gem, you know? It just feels like an indie gem. Is that what yeah, you're trying to say? basically, yeah, the style of it. Like, I, I, like, sure, like, out of, like, people who just, like, watch four movies every year in the theater... Then this is like feels pretty like out of it, but this is still mainstream. I think you you talk to a lot of people and they'd be like, yeah, it's still mainstream. Um, and of course the the way we talk about these movies, maybe a bit derivative for some, but this is how beginners talk, Jasmine. Yeah. Yeah. I just be grateful that you're older now and can like talk better than when I was thirteen and talked I'm, like, uh, like horrible. <laughs> I can't talk either. Nah, trust me, you're doing much better. I thought it was good. I thought it was bad. No likey for me. Yeah, basically, that's how I talk. Thumbs down. Yeah. Caca. So, do you know what movie we're talking about next? If I can pull out my phone, I will. Can you remember? Um... It's not Ladybird. I know that for sure. <laughs> That's pretty terrible. It's not A Star is Born either. It's okay. So it's you're, you're spoiling all the other movies. Oh. Uh, it's the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Looking, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, okay. Well, you got, you got a week to watch it. Um, I'd like you to watch the movies earlier so you have more time to think about to them. To marinate? Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's pretty hard to talk about a movie right after you watch it. Isn't that the best time to watch a movie? <laughs> I mean, to, to watch a movie. movie? <laughs> no, it's not. A lot of reviewers are like, oh, God, they I watch I had, it like twice. I wish I had more time to to um, 
you know, think about it before I write my review. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of okay. reviewers do not watch the movies twice. I don't, I don't, I'm not one to rewatch a lot of movies. Like, I usually just one and done. Like, Grand Budapest Hotel, saw it once in 2014, and that was it. The last time I saw it, so. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I think that should be easier for you to understand cameras. The Grand Budapest? Yeah, like camera and framing, because it'd be like, oh, shit, that's so obvious, like, in, a, in the way that it's being framed, because it's so exaggerated with its symmetry and, um, you know, placement of the actors and the set design and mm, okay. the editing, you know, so uh, maybe, you know, you'll start to notice it more, you know. Uh, I, I wonder how long it'll take you. Because I was younger. I wonder how long it takes an older brain to start noticing that stuff. <laughs> Holy shit. My mic just fell. Oh, my God. My phone just fell. Okay. All right. Um, Tell me something. Sorry. <laughs> that's a perfect way to come back. Um, <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> You have to cut all of that. <laughs> you're coughing, staying in. You're coughing, staying in. Um, yeah. So I wonder how long until until you start noticing it. You I know, mean, I feel yours was a more natural and gradual process. Like, well, you weren't necessarily I'm trying, looking for that, right? No, but like I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> At the same time, I had no one like guiding me, you know, recommending movies. I just watched, like we used to watch. Uh, five movies every week at least because that's what like we rented from Redbox mm. and it was a dollar movie spent five dollars you get five movies yeah so I just I'd like at 13 14 I was watching at least five movies every week and it was more than that because I was like torrenting movies and watching on yeah. Netflix and it's just like geez I, th- I think I watched hundreds and hundreds of movies just in those two years that's intense yeah um not like none of them were like this Really, like most of them were like um, Avengers. Yeah, and also like Adam Sandler movies or like Sounds about movie, right. movies. Bros were like, oh man, this movie's awesome, you know, like Dread and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a witch. There's a witch outside our door. Um. Hey, listen to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we're laughing like crazy people too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So um, I'm picking movies, mostly movies that are uh, good and that I like. So I'm probably never going to criticize them. Uh, How dare you? (laughs) But at some point we'll probably choose a bad movie. Can we criticize this one? You already did. It was too... Sad and slow. That's what you've already said that yeah. multiple times. Yeah, that's all I gotta <laughs> say about this movie. Um, and if you love that, you'd love it. But I was too sad and slow in my life. Yeah. Now it's, I don't At some point, we might watch a movie that's so like horrifically bad that everyone sort of like the room. Yeah, like date movie or Velocipaster. Or Meet the Pit and the Spartans. Yeah, the Velocipasters. No, not that. No, I, I wouldn't want to watch that. Me either. <laughs> uh, just, I think that's like bad, but like boring bad, you know? No, not like intentionally bad. No, no, no. no. Um, you want to watch a Hallmark movie? No. 
<laughs> Let's keep it good for the most part. You said bad. Yeah, at and some boring. point. At some point, no, I said bad and, and not boring. Oh, like, bad and not boring. Yeah, like date movie or something, where you, or like something that angers you. You know, angers you. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, anyway, that's that's in the future. That's in the future. <laughs> Just the Grand Budapest Hotel is the only thing you have to watch right now. Sounds good. Um. Thanks for listening. Yeah, it was a good one. Goodbye. Goodbye. Au revoir.